Hello to all of our friends and family that join us every week. And hello to Japan. I saw that in the chat room. Holy crap. That's awesome. Thank you so much for joining us on This is the NWA, a podcast celebrating the past, present, future, history, legacy, and tradition of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time. You know we're talking about that National Wrestling Alliance. And I am, well, this is Gary Horde. And this is Adam Rotella. Hi, everybody. How's it going tonight? Oh, my God. Well, tonight has been something. Adam, I don't have any whiskey tonight. That's probably for the best. But it is. Uh, it has been a hell of a show. And so I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even remember to wear my hat because I, I threw it on the ground at the end. And uh, Why'd know, you throw your hat on the ground at the end? Well, I just, you know, I just... As, as a as a man who respected the champ a lot, just things have uh, turned a weird way in the NWA right now, and so it's just throwing me off a little bit. But let's just get out of uh, all of the stuff out of the way up top. This is as it always is. Everybody in the chat room, a lot of you already know how this works. We're going to talk a little bit. We're going to recap the show for you, and then we're going to, as soon as that recap's over, we're going to wrap up the podcast portion of this show and continue on with all of you beautiful people who are watching live right now. If you're listening to this on the podcast, we certainly appreciate you, but you got to tune into that live show. That's where the money is, baby. Now, Gary, there's one thing I want to throw out there really quick before we start this rundown. Thunder Rosa is so kind to join us in the chat, perhaps from Japan right now, actually. Uh, and Thunder Rosa is asking, did Nick tell Gary, shut up, fat boy? Yes, Thunder Rosa, 100%. Nick Aldis was talking to me. I can't I don't know what. That. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's more offensive, Thunder Rosa. I don't know if it's more offensive that he said it or that you assumed it was me. That <laughs> breaks my chubby little heart. But <laughs> we can confirm with certainty that, uh, yes, Nick Aldis did say shut up, fat boy, to me. I was, I was, my wife pointed out as we were watching it, she was like, you are very loud this episode. You know what? I have that note right here. I have a note that says all I can hear is Gary. And I, I, I'm pretty sure that this is the first day of the second day. I mean, the first the first taping of the second day of, of, of tapings or the first show. Let's try that all again. I'm pretty sure that this is. We're live, Adam. I'm pretty we're sure live. that this is the first episode of the second day of tapings and i can confirm that we had a lot of fun at uh ship's old bar or whatever the hell that place is called so i was expecting nothing less Spitzel. than very loud gary yeah we we did gary was a little turt and uh <laughs> that's what we call a little it. yeah right <laughs> uh but uh yeah, so anyway, we were a little turned, and it, was surprising. It, it, it took that because this was the second day of tapings, and our voices, you couldn't tell it from my loud ass, but our voices were shot. They were they were done. Like, we could not have regular conversation. So pretty much my only form of communication was yelling and just further damaging my vocal cords. That's yeah. what I could do. Absolutely. I mean, we, we even hear we we even hear that out of Joe Galley a little bit later on in the program as well, that even Joe Galley can, uh, started to lose his voice a little bit as well. My friends, it is a it is such a fun time at NWA tapings. I highly recommend it. And I to everybody 
saying happy birthday to me in the chat. Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate that. So many people have reached out to me on Twitter today. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, it is my birthday. I'm happy to be celebrating my birthday right here, talking about the NWA with all of you beautiful people. It's a pretty fantastic twist of fate that we discovered today, Adam, when we were talking about it, that we realized your birthday's today, NWA Power Day, and if nothing changes, my birthday later in the year also falls on a Tuesday, so we'll, we'll both get to celebrate our birthdays, but not to shine the light over here, we're shining the light on uh, Mr. Mr. Adam Rotella. It's his birthday. We don't know how old he is. No one does. Science is still yet to determine, but... It is his birthday, nonetheless. I'm pretty sure that I'm I'm, I'm either 37 or 38 today, Gary, and uh, I don't want to do the math, so we're going to say that I'm 37. Oh, man, I see people in the chat. Hey, Seth has a good idea in the chat room, by the way, just before we get started. Uh, if you guys haven't already, hit that like button. We love those likes. We, we appreciate all of you being here, but if you could just take a quick second, just move your mouse up. <laughs> hit the like. It just helps us out a whole lot. Thunder Rose is getting wild in there. She's talking about feeding me, Allison. Adam, can I confirm something that I confirmed earlier today? Let's with, go to uh, the Gary Cam. I just want to say, Thunder Rosa was an amazing interview. She was fantastic. And she had a lot of stuff to say about Allison K in that interview. Well, I can confirm that next week on this show... Allison K will be joining me on the YouTube, promise the video and everything, as she has a lot to say about Thunder Rosa. So uh, I, I'm excited to announce that. That's going down. That's I'm have, I have intimidated and excited to talk to Miss Allison K. I love that, Gary, because, you know, as you know, we've been giving a lot of attention to Thunder Rosa. I am super excited for us to give some of that attention over to Allison K next week. I think Allison K has been a great brand ambassador for us. And I, I cannot wait to hear that interview, my man. So great, great get, Gary. So let's every, everybody in the chat, let's stop wishing me a happy birthday. Birthday. I really appreciate it, but that's enough. And let's give Gary a round of applause for finding that interview for next week. That's what I want. Way to subvert the applause. That's well, good. Yeah, man. I mean, I have, there, there's been enough attention on me today. I think I've retweeted like 20,000 tweets today from people saying happy birthday. And once you retweet one, you got to retweet all of them. So if your feed has been full of my birthday tweets, I apologize. We're back to normal business tomorrow. Gary, let's start the show, my man. All right, all right. I'm excited about that. But yeah, absolutely. This show on its own is plenty to talk about. A lot happened in this show. I mean, we got it teased uh, for, for days that this was a big one. This is the one you don't want to miss. And they were not kidding. This episode of NWA Power was fantastic. This would be episode number 13, I believe. And uh, well, let's just jump right into it. We opened with Joe Galley talking to Tim Storm. Uh, and uh, Tim Storm's just trying to establish, like, you know, he's, he's asking him about the TV title tournament. He's like, listen, you know, any, any title is a good title to have in the NWA. Uh, and that TV title carries this legacy. I do appreciate Tim Storm putting it over here, talking about this was the workhorse title in the National Wrestling Alliance. People carried this with respect. and They worked their asses off when they held it. Very cool stuff. But... He does say that the disappointing part of all of this is that the fans expected one match, which was drawn right in front of his face by Anastasia, 
that it was going to be Tim Storm versus Nick Aldis in a qualifying match for that tournament. And the uh, unfortunately, that match didn't happen. And the fans, the fans deserved it. So why were they denied? Tim Storm had a lot to say about that. And of course, Tim Storm ends up being interrupted by the beautiful and silent Camille. Now, Adam, I was... I was shocked for a second. I thought when she grabbed that microphone, I thought we were finally going to hear Camille speak. You know what, Gary? I have I have notes here that says um, I, I I was going to talk about how lovely Camille's dress was. I was going to talk about how great it you know it matched the shade of her hair, and I was going to talk about how wonderful her matching nails were with that dress. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to because she slapped the hell out of Tim Storm, and that slapped all the compliments out of my mouth for the night, Gary. I, 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 I'm not giving her any of my compliments at all. Yeah, I mean, Tim Storm, uh, maintaining, I mean, the integrity that only Tim Storm could carry, uh, despite my constant yelling at others, not just me, but oh, I, it was, I know it was, I, it was a lot of Gary. It, there was a lot. <laughs> it, was, it was Gary was heavy-handed this first episode for sure. <laughs> uh, so Nick and I have had our differences, and so there was a lot of uh, yelling of coward. And Tim would never say that he would call Nick Aldis a coward, but he did look Camille in the eye and say, "Who do you represent? What What are you doing? Is he a coward?" And that uh, apparently, to Camille at least warranted a big slap across the face. Yeah, Tim Storm's face got red. He looked ready to just tear that set apart. But uh, again, a man of integrity, he held it together and, you know, didn't take it out on Camille or anybody else. Man, he just... I, don't, I don't know how Tim Storm held that together, Gary, because, I mean, that slap really uh, ricocheted throughout the NWA arena, my man, and there was an echo when we were when we were sitting right there. And, dude, the crowd was just stunned by what Camille did. And I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I, I, think, I think there's a point in this that you can even hear me yell, Camille, you're better than this, but, you know... Maybe she's not. Maybe she's not. I, I, I just don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's something we're yet to be determined exactly how everything falls together. But it certainly doesn't look like Strictly Business has any qualms with how they handle business. So uh, that's basically how that segment ended. The next segment we get up after a little brief interlude is uh, the Dawsons and uh, those damn Dawsons, as I like to call them. And Trevor Murdoch are hanging out. Uh, with David Marquez, Anastasia's back out. I'm super excited, more excited than I realized. This is where I actually noted, uh, I wrote, wow, I am loud. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'm just yelling people's names. I, I apologize to everybody around me. <laughs> to be fair, I warn everybody around me when I sit down every single time. I'm like, listen, I'm going to get loud. I get excited. I get rowdy. If you don't like it, you know, let me know. But... I'm here to have fun. Yeah, if, so. if, if, if Mr. Murdoch didn't know that you were a fan of him already or just from your interview that, that you had with Trevor, he definitely at least knows that you know his first name. So great job, Gary. <laughs> Hell, even Anastasia got a pop for me. Yeah. <laughs> All she's doing is reaching in that ball and pulling out names. And I'm like, Anastasia! <laughs> I was into it. But uh, anyway, so, so we get those uh, names drawn and we find out that Zane Dawson is going to be fighting Dave Dawson in 
a TV title tournament match, which is a pretty crazy turn of events. I mean, it's, uh, you know, just, just, you, you can't even believe it happened really. But, uh, now one of them's got a very hurt hand. So I don't know if it's better or worse that he's fighting his brother with a injured hand, but that match is going to happen. And then for me personally, Adam, this is the reason I'm tuning in next week above all else is that leaves two competitors in the TV title tournament. It's going to be Trevor Murdoch versus Thomas Latimer. Tom Latimer and Trevor Murdoch are two hosses. These guys are going to beat the hell out of each other. You Folks, I, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying here, but these two guys are badasses. I cannot wait to see this match. I mean, Gary, if the NWA is talking about men wrestling men, there is not going to be a bigger match next week than right here. And I mean, not just a big match that the match is big. I mean, the two people competing inside the match are freaking huge and hosses. So this is a much watch event next week with Trevor Murdoch versus Latimer. I mean, folks, if, 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 if you are a fan of Trevor Murdoch, this is the time to really tune in next week. And I know that everyone in our chat is going to be there. Yeah, I mean, I am just super, super excited to see that one. You just can't imagine that if you want to see a slugfest, like just, a, oh, I just, I'm just pumped. I it's can't tell you how excited I am. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. All right, so that happens, and then we come back to Zicky Dice, uh, who was a guest on the show recently, and uh, Caleb Conley going at it. Uh, Zicky Dice not getting much love from this crowd, but uh, I think. Next time around, Zicky Dice will get more love after that interview from the from the things I've seen. You thus know what, far. man? From what I've seen from our interview so far, is people are a fan of the man that's playing Zicky Dice, or the man that is Zicky Dice. Excuse me, folks. Or as William Patrick Corgan would put it, a fan of the personality driving the car of the character. Is that is that what he said on that interview? I don't know. Billy Corgan says some wild, out, outlandish things. See what I did there, folks? outlandish but yeah man i mean uh, that's clever i don't know if i don't know if i'm going to be cheering zicky dice but i'm definitely going to be booing him with a with a with a with a a lot of passion next week because of his interview with you absolutely and uh hey i did caleb Conley too man and he's going to be up in that retro soft uh retro mania wrestling tournament so you guys be sure to pay attention to their twitter we could get another nwa guy in that video game which i always think is a plus mm -hmm. but uh and Caleb's good. Caleb took it to him. Caleb handed Zicky Dice's tail for a long, long time. But then all of a sudden, uh, Zicky hits that shake, rattle, and roll and wins. And uh, just pulls it out of nowhere, kind of. Zicky's going to have to watch shaking those hips. I'm telling you. That's going to backfire on him. He tries to like, wiggle his hips a little too much. And one day, somebody's going to catch him. But that's too... Two times in a row, he's just like focused on shaking his ass before he hits that neck breaker. Well, you know, the guy's a cocky guy, Gary. The guy sings in front of, I don't know, hundreds of people. He does have a band, supposedly. I don't know. There's got to be at least hundreds of people there watching him sing. So the guy's got some character. Let him shake his hips. I'm okay with that. If, 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 if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to be into Zicky, Zicky's got to be Zicky. And we, and we know I've never gotten in trouble for, for, uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, requesting that before, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little more put off by the fact that you're requesting Zicky shake his hips more right this second. So Whatever, uh, whatever. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of things we're going to disagree about later on in this, Gary. 
<laughs> All right. Let's talk about uh, Danny Deals at HighSpot.com. I mean, not a lot to say. He finally gets pummeled by every guest star he's had in those commercials. Uh, that finally happens. And then we move have on you, to... Have you, have, you, have you bought anything from that website, by the way, Gary? Have you, have you patronized that place yet? Uh, I actually did patronize that place. You I bought the wrestling ring, didn't you? I bought the wrestling ring, and it's set up here. And from now on, starting next week, I'll be broadcasting solely from a wrestling ring. <laughs> and although that would be badass, I did not do that, but that would be great. I did buy an NWA documentary from there. So, nice. yeah, for research purposes. Um, all right, next up, you've got uh, so highspots.com, everybody. There high we go. Good job. Yeah, and also the Superstar Body Book uh, by Nick Aldis. I'll just go ahead and throw another plug out because I've heard word that sales did pick up a little bit. And, you know, you may not like the man, but the book's pretty good, and he obviously works out. So You may not like the man, but you got to love the body. Is that I don't know if that I don't know if that's a good plug coming from me at all, actually, Gary, but uh, we're going to go with it. Yeah, don't be ashamed of yourself, Adam. Save that for your parents. Anyway, <laughs> so <true>. um, <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway, uh, so Galley is at ringside empty arena, and he interviews the first ever third degree national champion, Aaron. St- pardon me, Shooter Stevens. Thank you. And uh, he is there with question mark, and uh, it's a pretty straightforward interview. Galley just asking him what his plans are and. Shooters telling them, yeah, you got a lot of guys like trying to come up here and say they deserve a national title shot. Your Eli Drakes and your James Storbs and your Ricky Starks and et cetera, et cetera. But you don't just get to, you know, claim a spot to, to face me for the national title. But his plans are that he's got that title. Question marks about to win this TV title tournament and he'll be the TV champion. They're both going to go win the tag team titles. And when the planets are aligned and all of that jazz, then he will probably go win the 10 pounds of gold. Uh, pretty bold words from uh, Shooter Stevie. Stevens. Adam, I'm going to go ahead and uh, just say right here before I throw to you that probably the best part about this interview is that they were both wearing sunglasses. And I know you can appreciate that. Well, Gary, I the only thing I have written down in my notes, because my friends, I am a journalist, uh, question mark in shades, I love it. I want more question mark in shades. I want more question mark, my friends. I mean, uh, question mark just sitting there, and then he'll, he'll just turn his body slightly so that he's completely facing the camera in his, in his shades. Man, I'm, I'm there for it. Folks in the chat, question mark in shades, Let's 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 see some hands. And by the way, a little bit earlier up here, I see Roscoe asking if I can uh, do the Ziggy Dice shake. And f- yes, folks, I, I'm I'd, I'd be happy to. Here we go. Oh, there it is. Outlandish. That's what ladies. you should yell at the same time, ladies. <laughs> so, Gary, yeah, what did you think about that interview, my man? I thought that you know Aaron Stevens next to question mark. Obviously, they're going to pair these two together moving on into the future. What I'd love to see out of them is question mark inside of Aaron Stevens' movie trailers. If they are going to make more movie trailers in the future, man, I'd love to see some of that. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that that would be pretty funny to see uh, question mark get uh, Hollywoodized, I suppose is what you'd call it. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, we did find out some information. I mean, I did. My favorite line from it was actually that Aaron Stevens said people just don't understand. Like even a tag team champion can't understand who they are. They're bond forged in combat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Well, my it, friends, well, once once you go to Mongrovia for the first time, I mean, it's such an experience. It's such a culture shock that if you're going there with somebody, especially if you're going there to learn Mongrovian karate, there's such a bond that forms that, you know, once you leave Mongrovia, you're never the same as when you got there. Exactly. Uh, we did learn that question mark is a 10th degree black belt in Super Mongrovia. Super impressive. Super impressive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, props to him for that. But uh, yeah, bold words from those guys. And we'll move on. Oh, I can't turn my page. All right, there it is. I just ripped it up. All right, next up, we get our women's champion and future guest, uh, Miss Allison Kay. And, and let me just interrupt. Let me interrupt right here, Gary. Miss um, K behind that desk desk today. Uh, uh, let me. Uh, whoo, whoo, very, very attractive, my friends. Oh my goodness! I I was I was listening to everything that Miss K had to say today. <laughs> she she was looking good. I'm sure that Thunder Rosa is in the chat. I'm not going to be happy with you saying that. Thunder Rosa, by the way, is in this next up match that Allison K is uh, doing commentary on. It is uh, ODB versus Thunder Rosa. This is a match that I don't think that Thunder Rosa intended to have, and uh, she's going to have to look inside herself and see how she got herself into this situation because uh, she had the opportunity to ask for whoever, and Miss K actually made it a point to say like she had an opportunity, and somehow she's in the ring with ODB right now. And uh, yeah, I think that was some Molina work. You know, man, not only that, Gary, but all week long, some people have been giving Allison K some trouble over on the Twitter device saying that she needs to defend her title more. But Allison K shot right back, just like she did on the show tonight, that she, you know, Thunder Rosa had the option to choose her, but Molina sent Thunder Rosa in a different direction, which is, again, folks, another reason why we got to get Thunder Rosa away from this faction or whatever the heck it is. Thunder Rosa is her own entity. I mean, we could, I mean, Thunder Rosa can be her own universe at this point, my man. My wife, uh, shout out to my wife who's telling me that we need to move this light. Well, this is the light, wife. This is the light that I have. So... We, we both need to work on that. I'm sorry. I can't do anything about it. Anyway, uh, um, she's just like texting me over here like, move that light. Your fat head is glowing. No, she didn't really say that. But she did say, go podcast, fat boy, when I left. So thanks, Nick, for that. Oh, that's, uh, that's the gift that keeps on giving this week, Gary. I'm, I'm loving that exchange. It is. Oh, my God. Anyway, so... Uh, and, and, and before we move into the actual match itself, uh, she's worried about Roscoe in the chat. But we should, in the chat room, all of you give props to Thunder Rosa. By the way, uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, she is the first non-Japanese winner of their Princess Championship. She's like their women's champion over there. And never outside of Japan has that happened before. So props to Thunder Rosa. And uh, 
That said, she does jump into a match here with a big challenge, and I dare say her biggest challenge thus far in NWA. Uh, ODB really took it to her, and this match just kept evolving into like a slugfest. Like they could not, like they would wrestle for a little bit. Rosa would get the upper hand. It was a great match, and uh, but she just couldn't put ODB down at first, and then it would just evolve into like this frustrating situation where they're just like punching each other in the face. And actually, Gary, here's something. Here's something I have for you, by the way, and I have this written down. And since Thunder Rosa is in the chat, I'd love to point this out to you and to her. Was there a point during this match that you were cheering ODB? Um, I listen. There was Um, because there was a dueling chant going on. I was definitely cheering for Thunder Rosa, and I saw Gary cheering for ODB. You know, sometimes I wish, Adam, that we were better strangers. Uh, I, I, um, it's it's unfortunate that you point that out. But listen, this is what you do. Like sometimes you get to these live events and you go with the flow of things and you feel something happening. And this match is starting to pop. And you're like, all right, where is it stronger at? What can I do to help? And you just get into it. And I'm, I'm rooting for both these ladies. I want them to be successful. I like what they're bringing to the table in front of me right here. They're beating the hell out of each other. They're badasses. And you just you want this match to get the respect it deserves, if that makes sense. I understand. I understand. Gary is a crowd influencer. I mean, he's 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 moments away from being a, a social media influencer. I mean, you can just feel it happening right now, my friends. And uh, people in the chat saying no snitching, Adam. You're right, Justin. I'm sorry, Mr. Johnson. I'm sorry, Gary. I just I just couldn't pass that up with Miss Rosa actually in the chat right now. Well, you're, you're, you you got Woodland Goblin in the chat also saying that I'm backtracking. And uh, so, I mean, that's – I listen, I did. I helped along the chant on ODB's side. But Thunder Rosa didn't need me. She had plenty on her side. And uh, I, I don't know what else to tell you. All I'm paranoid about is the light bouncing off my forehead right now. I so. think you look great, Gary. I think you look great, Gary. And one of the other things that I thought looked really great in this match was that pin that Thunder Rosa gave to ODB. I mean, that was that was a pin with authority. I loved how she sat right on top of her, tucked that leg up. Man, I, I just loved the way that that looked. Absolutely. I mean, there it, it was a great match, and then that fitted was brutal as all hell it took a lot to put ODB down so this is in no way uh, any mark against her she went to the limit with Thunder Rosa who we could see as a rising star ODB is an established star already mm-hmm. this it wouldn't be surprising to see these two meet again and uh, who knows what happens if they were to ever face off in the ring one more time so uh, we get that match and uh, then we get a uh, Rock and Roll Express <laughs> commercial, Adam. You've been asking uh, for more commercials. You know, and, I mean, uh, Rock and Roll Express, please help me with my childhood. Where is that number, my man? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, this, 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 this commercial kind of seemed a little bit thrown together, but still at the same time, it is exactly what I'm looking for, something more like this. Uh, if, if, if. If I was in charge or if I was producing some of these commercials, I would have loved to have uh, Ricky Morton t- maybe making it like a, some kind of date 
help hotline because we know Ricky Morton has done uh, incredible numbers there. And uh, I think that would have been really cool. Like trying to make it like a love line type thing would have been really fun. But this was still good, man. I mean, the, the, the person calling hung up on them. That's still funny. Yeah, but I, I want more, more, more of these type of commercials, man. I think that it's something that people really loved in, in the first season of NWA Power. And it's kind of like dwindled away since then. And uh, Johnson with the with the phone number for me. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. I'm going to call them immediate, immediately following this. Oh, I'm calling it right now. So it's what did I get it right? Is it one one eight hundred rock roll? Correct. I wrote it down. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Ah, those swindlers. Yeah, that's a little disappointing. I gotta say. I'm going to call 1-800-ROCK-ROLL. Just leave the extra one out. Sorry, the number you have dialed is unavailable from your calling area. Oh, uh, well, so, no, no. Not a real number. Disappointing in WA. I feel like if you announce a phone number like that, you uh, have to back it up. I, I would but, love for it to be real, actually, yeah. Yeah, I would I would love, even if it's just, like, pre-recorded messages yeah. from Ricky Ward yep. and Robert Gibson. Yep. <laughs> like... Uh, anyway, what it, what it, what do you mean, Woodland Goblin? What about Jennifer? I don't know what you're asking here. Uh, so anyway, uh, so if anyway, if you're having trouble with your baby mama or your ex, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson are there to help. And Chris, I know Chris is like yelling at us that it's a parody in the chat room. Anyway, let's move on and let's get this recap done. I promised Adam we would. We would blow through this freaking recap wait a minute, today. Wait a minute, wait a minute. There's no parodies inside the NWA. What is this guy even talking about? This is all 100% real, and I'm offended by that comment right there. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a little disappointing. Uh, all right. So, well, here's the part where I guess I could go ahead and start cracking open the beers. Uh, the, uh, all this is out. And uh, he's he's people are coming around to my side, Adam. Are they, uh, Gary? People, there was a lot of people booing Aldis right now. Like, I mean, there people are starting to turn on him. You know who I wasn't? You know who wasn't booing Aldis? That who? whole row of kids was not booing Aldis at all. I think he was manipulating them through 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 something, Gary. Let's let's be fair. Most kids, besides like NWA kid, are stupid. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. That's that, folks. Say hello to the first micro content of this year. That's 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 going up on the that's going up on the interwebs immediately. Most kids are well, stupid. Kids, kids are like, that's why they make sense. They don't make Sesame Street because they're freaking scientists. <laughs> they make Sesame Street because you've got to develop them as human beings. And those kids are cheering Nick Aldis because they don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't know what the hell they're doing. All they knew is that Nick Aldis walked out ahead of time and let them hold the 10 pounds of gold and pretended to be a good dude. And then you can watch him come out here at the podium, and that ain't no good dude. That dude is... You know, I, I'm just saying it's it's he's not he's not the best of people right now. Nick Aldis is a little different than the Nick Aldis we do. 
just, just just a tad different. You are you are correct, Gary. But I, I I love the line. Kids are stupid. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna hold that. I think that's our next our, our next T-shirt. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There, you know, Mister Rogers was around to guide people for a reason. I love it. Mister Rogers would not have. Mister Rogers would not stand for Nick Aldis. True. Is 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 all I'm saying right True. now. Um. So, uh, Gally's got a stack of questions. He throws them down. This is a stack of questions I got right here for you. Nick Aldis is all arrogant laughing like, oh, let me guess what your first one is. It's about Camille. And uh, he's like, yeah, well, let's talk about Camille. And uh, Nick Aldis is like, I never lied. Uh, Camille's a full member of Strictly Business. So, all right, fine, whatever. Yeah, that's that's proven when she started uh tying tugs with Tom Latimer like shoelaces. Like they just were just like drooling all over each other like a pack of wild dogs. It's crazy. But anyway, you know, after the beat down of Tim Storm, that's what they were as a pack of wild dogs. It was dirty and it was disgusting. All of it. All of it. And I don't I'm not I, a fan. I I, I it, it definitely wasn't a uh, a um, a wedding kiss. Let's just put it that way. That's right. Uh but anyway so it's just Nick Aldis is that you know his attitude right now is just is it's unacceptable. I'm not I'm not a big fan. I won't say I hate him, but I sometimes he I would unplug his life support to charge my iPhone. Um, so uh, the the thing is is that so Aldis is. Uh, you know they asked him to justify the situation with Tim Storm, and he says, "Well, like he had his shot, and it's over." Uh, he stuck his nose where it doesn't belong. What the? F- what? What is this guy talking about? You guys in the chat room, please, please bring it to me. Tell me all the ways that I saw over and over again. I keep seeing the phrase, "Who's playing chess?" And they're playing checkers, or he's playing chess and they're playing Candyland. Whatever. What the hell does that even mean here? The guy was in a TV title tournament and he ducked out of the sub bitch to just let. Tim Storm face Royce Isaacs because he didn't want to get in the ring with him. What are you talking about? Well, he might have he, he sh- just been giving Royce Isaac, you know, a little opportunity to go in there and show him what he can do. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but what do you what do you mean? Like he's he's had his shot. This is for the TV title now. This is a whole different thing. What business did he stick his nose in? Yeah, I mean, they had the argument in the fight, but this TV title tournament's a totally different thing. This all this has lost it he is drunk with power he is uh, you know if eddie kingston hadn't already trademarked it i'm pretty sure i'd call him the mad king like he's sitting on his throne with his 10 pounds of gold and he's acting like he's something special and he is but real champions defend that title real champions take on all challengers and this guy is uh, you know well gary you know there is that line that nick aldis had at the end of the show that we might as well just jump to that line right now since you're on fire where uh nick aldis says i am god in this studio what do you feel about that nick aldis uh calling himself god yeah i mean uh, i don't know it's just I don't know if he's always such an idiot or if he's just showing off because he's in front of this crowd, but it's, it's, it, he's no God. He is a man that holds the 10 pounds of gold and he's important, but without that title, he's about as important as the white crayon in the pack, right? Like he, I mean, it's, (laughs) 
that's the only thing he's got going for him. And if he loses that title, which he knows because he won't defend it. Like, he's scared to put it up. He's scared to take on any challengers. He won't take a pinfall. I mean, that's, it's, I, you know, what else can I say about it? I mean, he goes into this match, and he, he challenges Ricky Starks, and they're in a 605 exhibition. Oh, Mr. Big Badass Nick is talking about, uh, you know, the only place I, get, I can't get it done or I can get it done in Wait, what is it? What, what the hell did he say? He said, oh, uh, yeah, the only place where I can't get it done in six minutes is the bedroom. And good God, did I have an eye roll after that line, my friends. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, good for him. You know, good for Mickey, I guess. But the thing is, is that he goes to this match with Ricky Starks and Ricky Starks. I mean, because I, I don't think he took this match because he thought that Ricky Starks was going to be any sort of challenge. He thought he had Ricky Starks' number. Oh, Ricky no, Starks that's not true, Gary. That's not true, Gary. I mean, Nick Aldis has been talking big about Ricky Starks since the first episode of NWA Power. Let's not put words in the let's not put words in the champ's mouth, my man. I'm just saying he's he's called Ricky Starks his number one draft pick, but he always keeps saying that he's he's going to be what he will be one day in the future. Like what well, someday this kid could actually stand toe to toe across the ring for me. Oh yeah, well, you, gotta, you gotta fight. You gotta get there, man. Not everyone starts at the top. Nick Aldis well, didn't start at the top. Nick Aldis worked his way all the way there, my man. Okay, well, you can kiss his ass all day. I'm, I'm not kissing his ass. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just tired of you trying. I'm just tired of you putting down the champ the whole time on these shows. Listen, I, I'll tell you something. I mean, people in the chat don't even know this, but like, if you were in some of the group chats I'm in with Adam, I mean, one of the things I keep seeing that happens all the time is I suggest a thing, or I think we should do one thing, and I keep getting somehow it always comes out. Oh, Gary. Oh, <laughs> that Gary. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Because I'm a good guy. I try to be a good guy. And everybody's like, oh, Gary's a nice guy. Elder Sauer said that to me literally today. Like, Gary's too nice. But somehow I'm the only one who grows a pair of balls when it comes to the champ and calling him out on his bullshit. And that is what I don't understand. I'm not over here talking about how great the champ is because the champ is not acting great. I am calling him out right now because... Everything he's doing is shady. And he went into that match with Ricky Starks, and he took it. He didn't take it seriously, and he almost lost. And then he finally does lock in the Kingsland Cloverleaf, but he can't get the job done. It's six minutes and five seconds, and it grows to a draw. And then you know what else happens, Adam? What you else happens, Gary? It, and you just watch it on television. Ricky Morton comes out. It was like, oh, my God, that was a hell of a match. You should give this guy another five minutes. And that makes sense, right? Because what a freaking match. Let's see these guys. Like, let's see them go five more minutes. No. No. Champ won't do it. Because he couldn't put him down. And then Ricky Morton says, well, why don't you give me five? Five more minutes. It reminds me of every time, like even now, like when my dad and I talk and my dad's always like, uh, you want to wrestle? Like if we wrestle... It's a lose-lose situation for you. If you beat me, you beat up an old man. If I beat you, you got beat up by an old man. That's what my dad always says to me. And uh, and it was like that situation. So it's like a it's, 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 Nick Aldis should just take this on anyway because he could probably beat Ricky Morton, right? No. No, he's, he's not going to face Ricky Morton. He, uh, he ducks that challenge too. So now not only 
has Nick champ, Aldis. The champ didn't duck. He didn't duck this, Gary. He's 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 contracted for six minutes and five seconds. He fulfilled his contract of six minutes and five seconds. There's nothing that says he has to go longer than that. You know what? Anybody defending Nick Aldis right now, please allow me to get you a spoon so you can eat my ass. I am telling you that that man ducked Tim Storm. He ducked an extra five minutes with Ricky Starks. He ducked Ricky Morton. What is this guy doing? And he is carrying the 10 pounds of gold. Somebody get that shit off of him. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. I'm sure we're going to talk about this more in the chat later, Gary. This is, this is, this is, I, I, I like where you are. This is, this is great for ratings, but uh, let's move on. Uh, all right. So anyway, so that that's all great and good. And then, and then we get the, a fantastic tag team match. A, a fantastic tag team match. I mean, you get James Storm, Eli Drake versus Colt Cabana and Ken Anderson and the wild cards. But, I mean, strictly strictly business, strictly dodging competition, uh, as always. And the wild cards don't show up to the match. All right, keep defending them, you assholes. Actually, keep going. Actually, Gary, there, there was there, – there... <laughs> Actually, Gary, there uh, was a great hashtag that uh, – I believe it was the Mass fan that sent to you uh, just a little bit ago. Instead of, I stand with Aldis, I duck with Aldis. So I think that that might be something that you can start, my man. Yeah, absolutely. Hashtag I duck with all this. There you go. Uh, so yeah, and the wild card should be using that regularly. Um, the sorry, I'm like reading the chat. You guys are you guys are wilding out in the chat. I love it. But anyway. <laughs> You're wilding out on air, Gary. So of course the chat's the chat's gonna match your energy, my man. <laughs> Whatever, man. This is what we're here for, right? We're here to have a lively chat about the NWA and hashtag NWA power. Throw it up there. I did the hashtag symbols with my hands. And the uh, hashtag I duck with all this. Hashtag undeniable. That's what Adam and I are. Yes, sir. Uh, whatever. Anyway, so uh, wild card stuck out. You get a good, solid tag team match between Storm and Drake and Anderson and Cabana. Uh, it's a, it's unfortunate uh, because Ken Anderson, his temper is getting the best of him lately, and uh, he ends up putting hands on the ref, and uh, that costs him and Cabana the match. You can tell Cabana is very frustrated with this. Like, what well, the hell are you doing? You know, Gary, I really feel like Cabana feels like Ken Anderson is a good guy, and he wants him to be a good guy, but Ken Anderson has just not. You know, I don't know where Colt's friendship is with this guy. Why is he caring so much about Anderson when he keeps on self-destructing? Kind of what, like, Gary's doing here. He just keeps on self-destructing and getting himself in more trouble. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, I I don't know. Hopefully, Cabana can talk some sense into Anderson. Uh, I'm sure they're going to have a long talk after this matchup. But, anyway. So, that happens. Uh and it costs them the match to DQ, obviously, like I said. And then uh, the, the show's supposed to go off the air. And uh, then, of course, Strictly Business uh, is out. And they've got more to say. Nick Aldis is God in the arena, like you said. And he giveth and he taketh away. Uh, that's that's which, uh, which, by the way, is very true with the attention that he brings to us, Gary. He can easily taketh away the attention that he brings to us. Okay, well, sure. I mean, if you want to spend the rest of your, uh, you know, our, our, our time here, and uh, I know we, we have goals, 
we have a desire to uh, be a part of the NWA, but if that involves like just burying our face in somebody's butt, then you know, I don't know if I'm down with that. I just, uh, I don't think I've I just ever like I want to be folks. calling it straight. I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> I just tried to call it like I see it, and that's what I'm doing. And 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 I will not, I will not bow to anyone i mean i'm not over here like pretending like i'm some badass but i mean what are we here for if not to analyze this show appropriately and call it down the middle exactly what's going on so yeah rj i see you you stand with all this some of you duck with all this uh i love that i'm with gary hashtags thank you so much i so, do love anyway. that i'm with gary hashtag i love that one a lot I also love hashtag spoons to asses. That's nice too. <laughs> but, uh, oh, our chat is the best, man. Our chat is getting our chat is getting our sense of humor. It's gonna be it's gonna be phenomenal. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, uh, they they call out the Rock and Roll Express. So Ricky Morton and Ricky uh, Robert Gibson come out and. Uh, he uh, says, obviously, Ricky Morton wants a piece of it, blah, 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 blah. And Ricky Morton's like, you know what? When Back in my day, when people claimed to be the world champion, it wasn't just because they carried a belt. It was because of how they carried themselves, that sort of thing. It wasn't all this backstabbing and backstage politics and just all of this stuff. And, uh, and basically, that's it for my notes. That basically... Nick Alda says, well, you know what? If you want a shot, Ricky Morton, you can have a shot at me, but we're going to have a match for it. And so Ricky Morton's like, all right, let's do it. And he thinks, I think, that it's going to be Rock and Roll Express versus Nick Aldis and somebody else or whatever. Nick says, no, they're not going to have any part of this match. It's going to be Robert Gibson, and he can pick any two guys, against the wild cards and a third man. And they are strictly business and they are an elite group, but sometimes they have to outsource and let them introduce who the third man is. And then the music hits, which is a big deal for NWA power. Yep. The music hits. And it's God dang Scott Steiner in the NWA studio. Scott Steiner rolling down to the ringside, and he is going to be teaming with the wild cards. And taking on Robert Gibson in two men of his choosing. What a hell of a Gary. I mean, if, did you see that coming whatsoever, my man? Sitting in that, sitting in those stands, I that that was the furthest thing from my mind of anyone that could show up. Yeah, insane. And 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 if you, I mean, guys, I, I look big pop a pop in the NWA studio when there's no filter on. I mean, that guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to expect with that. I've seen that guy almost lose his cool old WCW. Uh, you know, I can't even imagine when nobody's like trying to tell you what to say. So, and, and, and w- we know, and we know that there is a promo coming from the man. So, stay tuned for that, my friends. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got you're at least gonna have a, uh, a big Papa Pump promo. You're gonna have a uh, six man tag with you know the wild cards and Scott Steiner by God against Robert Gibson and whoever he chooses. We don't know yet. And you're gonna have the Dawsons facing off against each other one-on-one in a TV title tournament match. You're going to have Tom Latimer versus Trevor Murdoch in a TV title tournament match. That's going to be insane. Dude, like there's- Gary, yeah, man. Next week's matches are phenomenal, but let's not forget. Let's not forget that if 
Robert Gibson's team wins. If I'm sorry, if Ricky Morton's team wins, then what happens, my man? Then Ricky Morton gets a shot at Nick Aldis and that 10 pounds of gold. And if that happens, my friends, that is going to be a crazy way to send us into Hard Times pay-per-view. Can you imagine? In this year of our Lord, 2020, <laughs> tag team champion and world heavyweight champion. Oh, my God. Somebody call my mama. I'm about to whoop a fool. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's exciting. Next week sounds incredible. Next week sounds like can't miss NWA. And NWA built up this week like it was going to change the world. And next week sounds even more uh, uh, must watch. We got a little ways to go before we hit January 24th, baby. We're, we're still on our way to our times. Yep. So I'm excited already to go to that show. I don't even know what the hell's going to happen. And if you're That's listening right. to this, and you're watching this, yeah, you got to be excited too. We oh my know, God. We don't know anything. And I bet half the people inside this chat already bought it for only $14.95. My friends, Hard Times is still just fourteen ninety five until the 10th of January. So if you want to give me a birthday present, go out there and buy Hard Times. Make sure to use the promo code, this is the NWA podcast, and get 0% off your order, my friends. It's a fantastic deal. You cannot pass up that 0% promo code. Absolutely. That is, it is, it's a no-brainer. You don't need Sesame Street like some dumb kids to tell you that $14.95 <laughs> is a good deal to go get on Fight TV. I am cracking Adam up with the dumb kids stuff, so I have to keep it going. <laughs> like he, just, he just doesn't know what to do with that. But uh, anyway, all right. So, hey, let's wrap this up for the podcast. I'm going to go grab some beer. Thing. Adam's going <laughs> to grab some beer. That was This Is Rotella. I am This Is Gary Horde. We are at the nwa pod on all the social medias please join us if you haven't already hit the subscribe button on youtube on your podcast podcatchers whatever we love to have you listen and interact with us on all the social medias and uh i can't wait to see what's happening next on nwa power thank you so much for listening ah!